Welcome to another great episode of Sports Matters, a Tuesday, a day after the Super Bowl. So hopefully the dust is settled and we're going to have a great show today. And sitting across from me is my co-host, Mr. Matt Burt. How are you doing this morning? Not too bad. Not too bad. And day after the day after. Yes. The day after the day after is what I meant to say. The coffee hasn't quite yeah. kicked in, but the adrenaline is. So that's when you get the best analysis because people usually go with emotion the day after. So exactly. We're getting the good analysis here. We, we had time to process the information also in studio, we have a very special guest here, and we're so glad to have him in studio, is uh, Mr. Jim English. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's strictly my pleasure. I've got a lot of history with Matt Burt. Uh, we used to, uh, I used to coach him in basketball. I used to coach him in soccer. I've watched him develop as a into a young man, and it's hard to believe considering what his dad looks like. Oh, <laughs> that, oh that's uh, that's good, man. I, I get I get the nitty gritty on Matt here. Yeah, he Stuff like that Matt's bomb, never told God. me, huh? <laughs> Look at Matt's turning red well, now. I'm, it's not normal to be this embarrassed in the morning. Yeah, it's so uh, early. I, uh, I got plenty of day left, so I'm, I'm sure we, we got so much here. to talk about. But first of all, Jim. Obviously, you watched the Super Bowl the other day. I did. Yeah. I did. Well, what were your thoughts? I'm just curious. My thoughts be- is, is the master gave the prodigy a lesson. You know? Couldn't I mean, agree with you more. You've got, you've got uh, what Belichick did, which I thought was brilliant, is statistically he made what the strong suit was for the Rams. He made it his strong suit. For example, the... The uh, Rams are a running team that sets up their passing team. The Rams ran for 62 yards. That's what Gurley averages in one half. That's crazy. It is. That's a great stat. It is. And the Patriots ran for 128. So they obviously sat there, you know, set up their passing game with their running game. And then very interestingly enough, is most people say, um, pundits say, that the Rams' defensive line is their strength, right? I mean, they certainly spent a lot of money on it. They got a $120 million front line there. So, if you look at the sack rate, the Patriots sacked Goff four times, and the Rams sacked uh, Brady once. So, if you look at it, it was interesting is that Belichick took the Rams' strength and made it their own. They kept wearing down the offensive line to the point where Burkhead was running wild in the in the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, in that final drive, well, I wouldn't say the final drive, but in the touchdown scoring drive, because what was it? it was still three to three. It was nearly eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, so already halfway through the fourth quarter, and there was a couple 26-yard runs, one by Sonny Michelle, and the other yeah. one was by Rex Burkhead, and then that nice pass to Gronk that set up their touchdown. It was like a heavyweight fight, so I think both defense played really, really well, but but you nailed it. That's what Bill Belichick does. He makes, he takes away your strengths, and that's very, uh, a, it's a very good analysis to where he makes it his own strength, and they made Jarek Goff beat him. So they did. It, they did, and he wasn't up for the moment. I mean, he had decent stats, but I don't think he was up for the moment. And the Rams... Well, the pressure, I just don't think he was able... He just yeah. wasn't ready for that kind of pressure. I'll, I'll make a point here, and here's the stat. Who had the slowest time from snap to release the ball in the NFL as a quarterback? I would assume the Rams. Jared Goff was the slowest quarterback from time from snap the ball to release in the NFL this season. And Tom Brady on the other end 
was one of the highest. He always is. He always is. So it, I think the the Rams' strength of trying to get to Tom Brady, they got to him. I mean, they he did get flustered. And sure, they did to that yeah. point. But and and you saw that against the Chiefs, they didn't get to him. But they either way, the Rams' defense did not do what they. Like, they did an amazing job, but they didn't step up at the very end because they were on the field the entire time. Yeah, I think they were worn out. That, that was one of my points was the team that runs the ball better, you know, controls the clock, will eventually come out ahead. And it really it came down to experience. It's just what yeah. you just talked about, what we just talked about, the experience outweighed the inexperience. Absolutely. So, question for the room. Is the fact that they didn't give Gurley as many touches, is that the reason why we're not talking about the Rams winning the Super Bowl? Do you Actually, think he should have got yeah. more? Let me, let me grab that for a second. Yeah, please. I think that they gave Gurley too many touches during the regular season. Okay, he was third in carries in the NFL, and considering how many games he missed in the regular season, I mean, he was third in carries. Uh, he averaged almost 20 carries per game. They wore him down. They wore him down. And the only one who was actually more durable was Ezekiel Elliott. So, and also, to, you know, if you take, you know, I mean, what other coach could make Dan Edelman the MVP of the Super Bowl. Julian. Julian Edelman. Julian, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Dan, right. Edelman, Dan <laughs> Edelman was a guy I used to work for. Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, who who could do that? Yeah. Who could make that little guy? I mean, you two, I'm too old, but you two guys could get out there and start working out and become wide receivers, and Brady would hit you five times a game. Sure. But Julian Edelman, he adds another element to the game because he was a quarterback. I am not yeah. as fast as Julian He was Edelman. a quarterback, so he and Tom Which Brady are on that same level. Level as far as they see the exact same thing. And Julian Edelman just found the open holes in the defense. I mean, the Rams played stellar defense. They played well enough to win that Super Bowl. I, I mean, they held the Patriots to three points for three and a half quarters and only gave up 13 total. Well, the problem is that they double Gronk the entire game. I don't know if you noticed that, but they double Gronk. And then when they didn't double Gronk and they started doubling Edelman, they went back to Gronk. Right. And what happened was... Gronk gets the nice pass, gets down to the one yard line, and they, sixteen Sonny of the Michelle twenty puts yeah. it in. Like, it's, yeah. you can't win with the Patriots. It's whoever they're doubling, mm -hmm. they're going to the opposite side. And well, they, it, you know, and also too, Julian Edelman. Yeah, he's a good athlete. He's quick, but the Rams paid twenty five million dollars for two cornerbacks that were supposed to be the best man on man. Uh, defenders in the league, two two of one of you know two of the best, and the guy was open. What do you have? Twelve catches, something like that. I yeah, mean, he ten was... catches for 141 yards, yeah. and that's half of Tom Brady's completions. Right. Yeah, right. You would think that you know you would take um, Peters or Akib and just you know have them stick to them like glue because that's what they're supposed to do. It's tough, you know, Julian. That's what makes him so great is that he's the smallest guy out there, but yet he just he just knows where the, the holes are in the defense, and he just went right there. And that's what Bill Belichick drafts. He doesn't draft the diva receivers. He drafts the guys that have a high football IQ. He does. And he that's does. why they are so successful year in, year out. This is just astounding. I mean, in our lifetime, and I know you've seen a lot of football as well, to want, I mean, a head coach and a quarterback to win six Super Bowls and nine tries? I mean, nine Super Bowl appearances? That's astounding. That's probably the biggest legacy in sports. You know, maybe you could talk about Wooden. Oh, in, sure, in sure. I'm not comparing with other major sports. Yeah, I'm just meaning football. Football, but I mean, the guy's astounding. What he has done is unparalleled in the NFL. And you know what? In the NFL, 
coaching means more than any other sport. Really? Because, like, well, yeah, I mean, Steve Kerr, right? Basketball, they're starting five all-stars. Just roll the ball out there and ask them if they have any questions. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're so good, but you can't do that. In football, you've got so many parts you've got to synchronize and coordinate. It's True. astounding what he's wow. done. It's right? astounding what he's done. I'm still, I'm, I'm still very impressed with Coach Sean McVay. Yeah. You know, I, I know this loss stings because they had an opportunity to win the game and just, you know, couldn't get it done. But, you know, you learn from this. I mean, first of all, Matt and I, I mean, we were not surprised that they're in the Super Bowl after two years because we've seen the camp. We saw what what this team could be. But I'm not that upset because I just know they're so young that they're going to get other opportunities. And I think this is going to make them better. It's going to make them stronger. I think Jared Goff is going to work on some things like how to be a better quarterback when you have pressure like that, how to get rid of the ball quicker. And I have to say, he did miss Cooper Cup in that instance. Yeah, Cooper did. Cup was his Julian element so to speak he did you know the it's thing, just they had that chemistry that you what you hope uh, you know what happened to the philadelphia eagles after they won the super bowl is they lost their passion and hunger now hopefully the rams by the loss will get will maintain that hunger and passion you know to try and get better because they were close they were close and once again you're losing to the master two masters brady and belichick the bees yes well, you want to know something? You can learn through losing, but you want to know what the Patriots do? They learn through everything, winning every single thing, and that's why they're so successful. They're probably sitting there watching the film right now. Bill Belichick is handing out his quiz to his team at the end of this week about the Super Bowl and getting prepared for next season. Well, you remember after like, they, they beat Atlanta, and the first thing Bill Belichick goes, as sweet as this is, he goes, we're five weeks behind the other teams. <laughs> I just thought <laughs> You know, just always, you know, you think about everything. It's just, it's it's a well-oiled machine what he's built there. And it's it just, is. you know, you just got to appreciate it. Look, I'm not a New England Patriots fan. We had a, a great guest on last week. He's a Boston native and, you know, he grew up to the 3-13 and 13 Patriots and just going through this run right now, they're just ecstatic. They just really enjoy it. And it's just amazing. You just got to appreciate what's going on. You know, we're sports enthusiasts. We appreciate it. I know you do as well. Absolutely. <laughs> I heard a stat today on the way in where in Boston, a four month old baby has seen more championships than a 45 year old New Yorker (laughs) (laughs) wow that's a great stat whoa yeah (laughs) yeah I thought that was good yeah it was good so well, I mean, it's kind of to the credit. We've kind of seen this from, like, Marcus Peters is, I mean, they did spend all this, but, like, to your point that they spent went out and spent money. They went out and got a keep to leave. They went out and got Marcus Peters. And the problem is, is that Marcus Peters is a aggressive cornerback. He's a home run or boomer bust. Yeah, he's I a guess gambler. He, he's a gambler, and that's what happened. You can't stick a gambler on Julian Edelman. And I, and I saw that as, um, I mean, like, the turning point of the game. It's like, you can't really gamble against a guy like that and you can't gamble against this team it's you just kind of take what's been given to you and they actually the Rams defense did an amazing job and I shouldn't be like sitting here dogging but like I kind of saw this happening with Julian Edelman having a whole bunch of success I don't know well you know once again to Belichick I mean the Rams are a high octane offense and none of their it, it was also like is I'm watching some of the players, you know, 
Woods and Cook are two people that come to mind. I mean, they make plays. They're playmakers. They didn't make anything. They right. didn't break it. I didn't even hear Woods' name called, maybe, but one one yeah. uh, reception. Pretty amazing. To touch on your point, I know you remember this Super Bowl. I mean, Bill Belichick is just such a master of devising a defensive game plan for any Super Bowl. And you remember the high-octane Buffalo Bills offense in yes. 1990 when they were just blowing everybody out, yes. the no-huddle offense. Yeah, Mr. Kelly. And Bill Belichick designed a, a perfect game plan, but also their offense – I remember they had like an eight-minute drive and they had a 10-minute drive, you know, touchdown drives in that game. So they really controlled the clock. They had the time of possession because Jim Kelly was all about no huddle, you know, quick, quick, quick. I mean, he still came down to Scott Norwood. If he made that 47-yard field goal, Bill still would have won. But you know what? Bill Belichick did just enough to where it kept this high-scoring team down right. enough to where his team could pull the victory out. Right. And that's when he was a defensive coordinator. So I'm not surprised. No. He's a genius. No question about <laughs> it. I mean, he's the Albert I. Einstein of football. He is. I mean, there's nobody else that, that's in the same, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, you can make it uh, like a case for Saban, say, okay? But Saban has you know, 10 first round draft picks every single year. Yeah. You know, and Clemson, you know, to their credit, they beat them. Um, and they have the same thing. But Belichick is doing these things with these guys that are, you know, that, there were, I mean, the, the Burkeheads and the Edelmans and the Bradys. I mean, Brady was, what, an eighth-round pick, a fifth-round pick, whatever Sixth he round, was. yeah, deep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's doing this with amazing players. And it's also, too, is, you know, he's so quirky and so odd that you would think that one of his ex-players or somebody would have a disgruntled book about him, some sort of expose about, you know, what it would be like, but nobody's ever done that. I mean, nobody ever badmouths the program. I mean, once you're in, you're in. You make a really, really valid point there. Matt, you have something? I just think, you know, we are looking at the future of the NFL and the current state of the NFL. It's, it's The Patriots have always played this kind of smash-mouth football. I mean, like, they don't – I from what I saw, Tom Brady threw a lot of check-down passes. Yeah. A lot of check down passes. Just being patient. And then we saw the Rams try to take the ball deep a little bit. I mean, I know Cooks was open in the end zone on one of them. And I I think it's it's kind of fitting that old school kind of football won out in this game. The smash mouth kind of football, the the five-yard outs, you know. Like Julian Edelman, did he have a single really, like, long patch. I know he had a lot of yards after yeah, catch. Exactly. He had he, some yards after catch, but, but they were clutch. He, where did he catch the ball is what I'm saying, because he didn't score a long touchdown. They didn't eight have to this ten long yards out. Yeah. 8 to 10 yards out. Yeah. Like, In the yeah. flat. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, yeah, an out route, you know? Like, they're, they're not doing Slot. anything. You know, yeah. He was all over the place. He was all, I mean, like, they didn't do anything that was push the ball down the field, Patrick Mahomes-esque, where you throw bombs. Right. and you, They didn't take it. The one chance that they took was in the first half, and Chris Hobigan was open, and he just underthrew him. And that's the only downfield pass they really took. Hey, and you got to credit the Rams' defense. They put a lot of pressure on Brady. Hey, he was having fits, too. He was only 21 of 35 for, for 270. That's decent with an interception, but 16 of those completions were to Gronk and Edelman. Right. And, and like you said, the others were just checkdowns. Checkdown. Yeah, and Vegas had his over and under yardage at 300 so he was below expectations you know it came down to a defensive chess match yep and it was just you know a remarkable game but you know hopefully the rams will learn they'll be hungry and passionate to get back there 
Exactly. And that was a question that Tom asked me. He goes, he goes, where do you see Jericho off from here? Is he going to grow and learn from this? And I said, of course. This The worst game to lose is the Super Bowl. I mean, and lose a game like this that you know you could have won, that really stings. And I give a lot of respect to Sean McVay. I mean, he's really fallen on the sword like, hey, it's all me. I got outcoached yeah. and, you know, shoulda, woulda, coulda. I thought he did as good a job as he could do, you know, under the circumstances. You're going up against the two Wizards. So. Yeah, and I mean, you got a 24-year-old quarterback. Right. You know, and you're going to learn so much. I mean, look at, you know, now quarterbacks are playing until they're 40. You know, in 10 years, Jared Goff is going to be very good, assuming that he's, you know, he's got the weapons and he's got his health. He's going to be excellent because he's smart and he's willing and he's also got kind of the right attitude. He's not a prima donna at all. My son actually knows him. Um, so, you know, he's, he's a really good kid, and I, you know, I think the Rams' future is bright. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. They're a young team, and yes, they have a nice big window right there to work they do. with. They do, and hopefully, uh, I am not a Patriots fan. I am not a Boston fan. And <laughs> I don't think any of us are. That's deep-seated yeah. right there. That, that's it is. Deep it is. When we talk about the yeah. Lakers in a minute, I'll tell you why. Well, we're oh, going to segue it. there in a minute, but any final thoughts from the Super Bowl being the lowest scoring Super Bowl game ever. I really enjoyed the defensive battle, but Matt? I I thought it was an enjoyable game, but after thinking about it, it was like, it was kind of like, I mean, if you're a casual fan of the NFL, this is the exact opposite of what the NFL needed. Right. If you're a casual fan, you're looking at this game, you're like, 3-13? to 13? Ugh, it's kind of like what that Monday Night Football game where the Chiefs and Rams squared off, and it was a 54-51 game. It's just like it was 110 in Australia, but minus five in Chicago. <laughs> then we got a 13-3 Super Bowl. You know, my take on the, on the game is that as long as Belichick's in there, I mean, Brady's going to retire in a year or two. Doesn't matter. As long as Belichick's there, they're going to be dominating. They did not need Brady. So you don't think he's going to play to 45? Uh, I don't think so. Does he uh, need to? He doesn't need he to. He cement his legacy. But the problem is, is the guy is, I've never seen a guy more competitive. He's oh, already he's, won oh. more Super Bowls than any other person, and he still has the biggest chip on the shoulder than anyone else. Yeah, but that's the extra element that they have, is that he has that burning desire to win him. And, you know, we saw that in Kobe Bryant back in the Laker days. Same type deal. And this Patriots defense was not the same defense we saw the entire year really? in the Super Bowl. They raised their level up to another Absolutely. level. I was like, I, I it almost looked like the 85 Chicago Bears defense. So, well, I, and the Rams were saying, uh, you know, the Rams were saying they weren't expecting this game plan at all. A bunch of the defense and offense they had not seen in game fills before. So Belichick just totally changed that's, it around. That's, yeah. You give him two weeks, he'll come up with a game plan you'd never seen before. <laughs> <laughs>